It's the Duck Logic Comedy Half Hour. 30-ish minutes of sketch comedy, improv, songs, and whatnot pulled from the audio archives of Duck Logic, a Chicago improv group that produced their own two-hour comedy show called The Cavalcade that played on WLUP AM 1000 Radio in Chicago back in the day. Plus, there's some new stuff thrown in for good measure. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a kooky stroll down memory lane with Duck Logic. Because they're wacky comedy guys. Just a bunch of comedy guys. Funnier than they realize. Those wacky, kooky, cut-up comedy guys. All right, I want to talk about this. I don't want to call it an incident. An incident. Let's call it an incident. When LUP expanded into the AM side, the whole addition of new people was something that The Loop was doing. They were expanding out. Steve Dahl and, and Gary Meyer were involved in it. I think they might have been partners in it, somehow business partners. They brought in Kevin Matthews. He was a funny guy from, uh, I want to say Michigan. He was on Michigan. He was middays between Johnny and Steve and Gary. They had Chet Kopik did sports. They had a married couple, like a DJ team, but they're married to each other. Uh, Beth and Tim Deesa. They were on After Us on Saturday, so they were on at 8 o'clock. We pitched to get our own show. Steve was instrumental in getting us on the air. And so as much as we we really owe a lot of our success to Jonathan Brandmeier and his morning show because we sent bits to him and he played them like crazy, Steve and Gary had a lot to do with us getting our own slot, six to eight every Saturday night. Before us, the, the loop played the best of Steve and Gary on a replay. So it was either whole shows or chunks of whatever. One Saturday night, we were at the station getting set up on the, in the studio, listening to Steve and Gary taking calls from listeners, you know, like they did. I don't know how he got on. I don't know why he wanted to do this, but there was a guy calls up and complains about us. Us. Duck logic. Out of pretty much nowhere. He starts criticizing our show. One bit in particular that we did called Blimp Jumping. Thought he'd bring it up, give a little on-air critique to, to Steve and Gary. And um, it becomes the center of a, <laughs> a lovely little back and forth for a couple of days. Hello. Hello. Yeah. How do you follow that? I think we're going to see. Yes. I feel, Not very, I feel another very one well. coming Thank on. you. Time and, uh, Pardon me? I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You enjoy what? Masturbating? No, your show. Oh, thank you. But, uh... I prefer the prefer the former, actually. I don't understand. Uh, and prefer I mean, the firmer. I understand Kevin, and I understand Beth and Tim, but I don't understand Duck Logic. Notice he doesn't say he hates us. He doesn't say he thinks we're not funny, that we're stupid, that our jokes are lame. He says he doesn't understand us. He understands a married couple on Saturday nights after us, Beth, Tim and Beth. He understands them discussing the, the wacky goings-on of being married to each other, but not us doing sketches. I mean, SNL did sketches. SNL still does sketches. They, they were on, they'd been on like 10, 12 years at this point, and they were doing sketches. Sid Caesar, I mean, it, uh, you know, Carol Burnett, In Living Color. There's all like, just a, a history of sketches on TV and on the radio before TV. Maybe he was completely perplexed by that too. I don't know. In particular, there was a sketch called uh, Celebrity Blimp Jumping, where we'd have famous people, people we didn't really care for, people we sort of fading in whatever the public eye, we'd have them jump out of blimps. It's radio. So you heard them jump out of blimps. What's to understand? They fall to their death. I mean, what What more, how much simpler can you get? Like it or don't like it, there's another bit coming up two seconds later. So we're listening to this guy ripping on us. Help, we're helpless. It, it's a rebroadcast. So we can't, hey, Steve, tap on the glass and tell him, well, no, let us defend ourselves. We can't, we can't. But then Steve does it for us. Well, kind of. You don't understand them? Are they still on? I haven't heard about them in a while. I mean, because of the football games and everything. I don't know. Did they get preempted? Well, you hired them, didn't you? 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, we hired them. <laughs> it depends. Are they good? No, they're terrible. Okay, we didn't hire they're them. Everything that you say is bad about radio. They're lame. They're lame duck logic. I've heard them before. I kind of like them. Well, I thought that, I mean, I relate to your humor. I think it's great. And I think Kevin's great. And Tim and Beth are great. I just don't understand. Duck I think logic. one of them is I a mean, paramedic, I don't understand Steve. how it fits in with your concept of uh, the loop. Well, I'm... <laughs> I think that they sound okay. I haven't heard them in a while, but I have heard them, and I thought that they, it sounded good. Listening back to this tape, I think it's. I feel really great. Steve thought we were funny. He said we were funny. I like that. That's like, ooh, I like that. So that was a big part of why he, why they gave us a slot on the on on the loop. But he can't really say that he's hurt us in a while. Well, maybe you should listen to him. Well, I just said that I have. But not in a while. Maybe so what, what, what maybe the, the writers have. I haven't listened in a while. I, I listened like the first three or four weeks. So maybe he thinks I don't know. You know, they're funny two months ago. Maybe they suck now. Maybe on their twelfth show they are terrible. I don't know what he. I don't know. But nobody could else could defend. Gary didn't know. The engineer didn't know. Nobody had. To, oh, I don't know. Maybe they're terrible. And uh, I thought it was good. I thought maybe. They could play a little music in between some of the bits and just slow down a little bit. They were doing too much, but... You don't think they're a good ensemble? No. Good what, sketch what, comedy? What don't you like? I just don't think they're funny. Well, so then don't listen. I mean, you can't like everything, well, right? Yes, but when um, my taste seemed to fall in line with your taste, well, what, I think that what, you're great well, and, and, and the I people think, you hire are great. I think they're funny. Yeah. Well, maybe it's did one of them Did one of them steal your girlfriend from you or something, or...? No. Is it a personal thing? or No, nothing personal. Well, I don't know. We were I mean, just doing something, uh, I mean, a last show about some kind of blimp jumping contest or something. And it just, it's exactly like you talk about all the lame radio and, and how these other DJs do all these things that are just unfunny. And, and it's exactly the way they hit me. Well, here's the problem. We've soaked up most of the good material. What's left over? <laughs> well... That's I, probably true. I haven't heard of it in a while, but when I heard the first three or four shows, I thought they sounded good. Yeah. So, I don't okay, know well, I just wanted you to know my opinion, because I, I do love your show. All right, well, thanks. Okay, thank you. Mm, they sound okay to me. Or you know, they, they did. I haven't heard of them in a while. I guess maybe. Have they been preempted because of football and stuff? Is it hot in here today? It's not hot, no. It's not hot? No. I had a one-hour show this Saturday. This past Saturday they did? Yeah, it was right after the best of. Yeah. How are they sounding? And you don't have to say you liked it because we're... I didn't. I haven't heard it in four or five weeks. Me neither. And how did it sound this past Saturday? I didn't hear that one either. Oh. I just know it was on. Okay. It sucked, man. They did this blimp jumping thing. Oh. Well, I don't know. You know, I I haven't heard it in a while. I don't know. I can, we can't pay attention to everything that's going on here. I mean, I know we're supposed to. <laughs> on Saturdays, really, you know. It's not hot here today? No. No. How about over here? It feels actually like, well, it's a little warmer over there, yeah. But we've turned some lights off. I'm still not feeling right. I have like, uh, my cold has moved into my head. Look at my eyes. Did you, have you noticed my eyes? They're all like bloodshot and stuff. You weren't drinking last night, were you? No, they're, but they're like something, ex looks like something ex exploded inside my eyeball. They're all red. It's like, you know, my cold is in my eyes and stuff. So maybe I'm feeling uh, have you, uh because of them. Purchased a jacket yet? Yeah, I have a jacket. Oh. I got one yesterday, last night. So you're not walking around in short sleeve shirts? No, no. I mean, I wore a Hawaiian shirt for you today. I found one in my closet. I just, I'm, I feel warm over here. I mean, I have flashes of it. Maybe it's just flop sweat. <laughs>
There you go. Seems to come after I feel that I haven't made sense. So maybe it's got something what, to do with What did that. you say that you didn't want? Well, I don't know. I was trying to... I don't know. The duck logic? Yeah, I mean, you... I haven't... Originally, I went to Greg and I said, Hey, why don't you call those guys and see if they're interested in doing something? Because they do funny stuff for Brandmeyer, like Joe the Potato Head. Now, do they do him on the show? I don't know. I The first few weeks, I didn't hear it. And I thought, you know, that might be a funny couple-hour thing on on, on uh, Saturdays. And I listened to the first three or four shows, and I I thought it sounded okay. And then, you know, I got busy. Maybe we'd better check into this. <clears throat> All right. So I'm thinking, oh, crap, this one pinhead who doesn't understand sketch comedy is going to get us canned. But uh, Steve gets it. But that one guy, I mean, I don't think that's... No, but if we get another that. call, we'll ax him. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, we would bitch about that if it happened to us, right. but we'll, we'll do it to other people. We found that that's the neat thing about management. You don't really have to, to do what you, you don't really have to treat others the way you want to be treated. You can get away with having a nice double standard there. It's really pretty cool. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, we're Ditko yeah. like. We uh, overreact to one phone call. Now, if, if our boss got a phone call and overreacted, we'd go nuts, but it's kind of fun to be able to overreact. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? Mm -hmm. So I haven't heard him in a while, but. I, I think they're funny. Well, see, that's, and that's when I start to feel warm, because that doesn't make any sense, because I haven't heard them lately. But <laughs> I thought they were funny when I heard them. Whatever. Maybe this analogy will work, although I just I'm mixing and not matching lately. I've been to a concert. No, no, no analogies. Let me try this on you. <laughs> no. Went to see... Uh, How about when we did get those sweets in Hawaii? Yeah. I was mixing and not matching yesterday. That was my theme. I don't know. It flopped out. I was like Jim Palmer there. It just flopped out. I went to see Dennis Miller and Dana Carvey and uh, Nealon. Is that his name? Kevin Nealon? Yeah. yeah. And they were all funny. But after the second guy, you have no more to give. I mean, and you can only yeah. listen. I mean, Well, I, originally when I heard them, I thought that they should play, like, separate their bits more and stuff because they had too much. It was too much. Well, we listened that one day and it was too much. Steve told us on more than one occasion that, that we had too much comedy on our show. He thought we were working too hard and we should produce fewer bits per show. He said this to us more than once. And, you know, I don't know. I grew up on National Lampoon Radio Hour, and they just did bit after bit after bit, and then a commercial, and then some more bits. And I liked it. I liked it as a kid anyway. So, you know, but he always told us that you're, you're working too hard. I thought that they should play, like, separate their bits more and stuff because they had too much. But I thought it was funny, you know. It's kind of like Firesign Theater sort of stuff. It's different. I think we're overreacting, don't you think? Yeah, why are we? I don't know, because <laughs> we have nothing else to uh, do. You're, we're stretching, and let's play some... Well, let's take one more here. Commercials. Hello, you're in the air. Okay, so a couple days later, we're at the Loop Studios for some reason. So it was during Stephen Gary's afternoon show. They were live on the radio there, and we could hear them over the speakers in the other room. We weasel our way onto their show somehow, or rather, I weasel my way onto their show somehow. Now, you got to know, I'm okay being live on the radio on our show. But I never liked being on other people's shows, even Johnny B. I always felt like whoever the host was on their show had the power to make me look, well, stupid. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> I'm not in control. This is what I figured would happen if I went on Stephen Gary's show. But felt I just felt like we had to, I had to defend ourselves. They bring me in and they sit me down next to Gary. I'm just sitting there. And Steve's on the other side. He's on the other side across the mixing board. And they're ignoring me. They're completely talking about something else, and they just keep talking about whatever. I can't remember what. Eventually, they do start talking to me, and they start bringing up the guy who didn't understand us. Now, over the years, every time I think of this particular encounter with Stephen Gary, I think I totally 
screwed the pooch. You know what I'm saying? I just thought, oh God, I was it just came off. You know, I was I was weird. I was nervous. I was stupid. I don't know what I thought because I didn't really I hadn't listened to it till just recently. But listening to it again, I think I did okay. He'll probably turn in the expense for it when he gets back. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to watch his little report. Well, Walter's here. What's uh, your last Mr. name, Mr. Payton? Uh, oh, Mitchka, right? Mitchka, yeah, Mitchka. It's terribly ethnic. I didn't change it to like you know. Matthews and Meyer or anything <clears throat> from Duck Logic. Yeah, yeah. and you guys, uh, you guys are on on Saturdays. Saturday from six to eight after the best of Stephen Gary. Well, basically, I just we got a call yesterday. Yeah. A guy said you guys weren't funny, and, and we couldn't defend you because. Well, I I heard the first few shows and I thought they were funny. Well, the thing is, it's, it's one of those things I've heard you talk about it before, where you, you get like forty-five million positive phone calls because we get phone calls uh, on the air and you know mostly well, from relatives. Well, <laughs> people I went to high school with and stuff, <laughs> and um, and you get one guy, you know, and it just gets right under your skin. One guy. I know. It doesn't matter care. how many good things people say. I'm still thinking about the guy's girlfriend who doesn't like me because I'm fat. <laughs> she yeah. likes Gary, but she doesn't like you because you're fat. And I, I heard the call on the on the rebroadcast, and so I'm still I'm still like you know. Like yeah. this, you know, because he picked out a bit that was at the beginning of like limp jumping. Yeah, well, it's a, it's like I don't know if it's gonna bear up to uh, retelling. It's it's a thing where it's like everything we do is a skit. You know what I mean? It's not. What it's kind of like fire sign theatery sort of stuff. It's it's like National Lampoon Radio yeah. Hour, like SCTV kind of thing. And what we're trying to do is not. I mean, you guys, you know, do the conversational humor. I mean, you know, you do that well. So why should we do that? You know what I mean? So we're doing something different. Something else, yeah. And so we have like one-minute bit, 30-second bits. We have 10-minute bits. And they're just one after another after another. And uh, we did. Now, can I just say, I okay. think you should separate those more. We have. I think you do too many. I think you should have, you know, put some music in there. And well, once, once we started getting in the flow after the first couple of shows, the ones you heard, we started, like, you put a couple of fast ones, and then some commercials, and then you know some longer bits and stuff. Because yeah, it's just too much to. It's too much. This guy heard the blimp jumping thing. He's talking about is is a little. It's like it was like three minutes long, and it's a guy. Hey, you don't. It's a sports. Know. I know, I know, but hey, come on. It's one of those things. The, Rob Feeder wrote that the Larry Lujak stuff wasn't funny, and and I know how you feel because I felt the same way. Even though I knew it was funny, I didn't like seeing that it wasn't, knowing that. Well, when you're it a, was. When you're in a live crowd and you got 180 people that like you and one schmo yep. down in the front going, you stink, man, you know. But then, then he happens to be the reviewer. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> As is so often the case with a Steve and a Gary. <laughs> Richard Christensen going, oh, you stink. Well, so, I don't know. It's That's all. I don't know. I just felt like it's only because he brought it up on your show that I thought no, we it should be addressed. We didn't bad rap you. We didn't exactly go out on a limb <laughs> I for you. understand why you'd hightail it down here because yeah. we were just kind of, well, maybe they yeah. haven't been funny in a few yeah. weeks. Gary's yeah. like, I've never heard them at all, ever. So uh, <laughs> are they on? Are they, I, no, he's no heard, I was wondering if you were preempted because him. of our football We schedule. were. Hockey yeah. and football. Right. Uh, we had a half a show last week because of ho uh, hockey. And uh, that was the one he heard. The first, it was on the first part of the show too. It's just a real little. It's guys that we don't like jumping out of blimps. Joe Piscopo jumped this week. That sounds funny to me, right there. We had back in July. We had Jim and Tammy Baker and Fawn and Ollie. Like people you're just sick of hearing about, and yeah. you, you hear them go ah out of the blimp, and then they go on the ground, and it's like a color play by play, and it lasts about three minutes, and it's gone. And what about uh, Joe Piscopo jumping out of a blimp and dying? I gotta like that bit. <laughs> what about Joe the Love Potato? He, he was, yeah, he's on. He's on here and there. We, we've kind of like um, gone on to other things. So he comes and goes here and there, uh, you know, when we feel like it. I don't know. It's one of those yeah. kind of things. Right. Uh, we do a lot of stuff that, you know, is heard on Johnny's show. <clears throat> you know, 
But I, it just it bugged me. I don't know what it is. It just, well, you guys should send us some things once in a while. Okay, we'll, we got we'll plug some, it in and promote you guys. We got some stuff. Uh, your your people uh, told us to uh, give some stuff to Kevin, which he has. I don't know if he's played or not. Um, I don't listen to the show that much. <laughs> Kevin's show, you know. I'm busy watching TV and stuff. Well, uh, uh, working on our show actually. When is your show on this weekend? Six six o'clock uh, till eight. It's See, I'll I be out of town, but I'm sure it'll yeah, be good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're we're um, I don't think we're going to be preempted anymore. I think we're on forever, and we got a, a special Halloween show coming up. That's pretty exciting. Okay. And, uh, well, I liked it when I heard it. I just thought you guys could, you know, turn it down. Of course, you know, <laughs> Mister Eighty Percent. Hey, play a few records. <laughs> Why work so hard? Well, it's 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 but, an acquired taste. I think our show. It's the kind of thing where you actually have to listen. You have to sit and listen to it. Or if you're clicking through, you listen to it for five minutes. But you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like. He didn't like the whole show because of the first three minutes. And well, then, it's only one guy. I know. Out of yeah. six million people. But he was talking to you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Do you have any live shows coming up? Um, actually, we do. Gosh, what? <laughs> Plug Maniac. We got... Um, hey, we're not going to pay you this week, though. Uh, oh. Oh, gosh. This is, a, um, this is an exchange uh, of a paycheck. Uh-oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Twice well, about no wonder it. he was so anxious <laughs> getting me in here. Um, no, we uh, let's see. What are we doing? We're tentatively at uh, Northwestern uh, College at the on the seventh. That's tentative. And uh, Rad Boy you actually got about it. your tentative booking. Well, what do you have <laughs> solid now? Uh, Loyola. What do you have We're at Loyola on? on the twenty? What's the twenty fourth, twenty first, whatever it is? I don't know. Whatever. It's of a, November. This is the twenty second. Right, right of November. It's a Saturday. That's oh, to commemorate the twenty fourth uh, anniversary of the assassination of JFK. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a big night for us too. It's it's actually it's one of those radio TV conferences. I don't know if it's open to the public. Yeah, I think you guys went to that once. Mm-hmm. Did you? It's Rat Boy got us into it. But that's not like an appearance where people can come and see you. I don't know. I don't know. Is it is it private? I don't, we weren't yeah. told. Oh, we wanted yeah. to pack the place. Oh well. Well, there's always a lot of kids there. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Um, no, that's about it. We've kind of we're we're gonna start doing some stuff at the end, beginning of the year, actually, some live stuff. Kevin doesn't want us for the next comedy jam. We did that. He got the Jesse White tumblers today, though. Oh really? Yeah. They're locked in. All right. That's what I heard. A lot of, a lot of dog acts and night. Yeah, I think he's going to do readers. most of the comedy this time. Which well, I think he should, because he's very funny. Well, we tried not to do any comedy when we did the first comedy. That's what show, I heard. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just were there for the beer, and uh, that was about it. All right, so you're on Sunday and... No, Saturday. I mean, Saturday. I'm sorry. Saturday at 6. <laughs> we'll catch you. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. and uh, we'll you say some... it's funny, even though that guy says it's not. We'll send some tapes by. And, um... Well, yeah, send us some songs or something. It's yeah. one of those things. Because that... we forget. We've got so much to talk about here. We forget to promote you guys. And... We're on after the best of you. Uh, I'll make a point of listening to. Well, anyway, I should tell a joke. <laughs> you know, maybe that guy was right, Jerry. He doesn't seem that funny to me. I really don't think this helped uh, at all. Yeah, you we're never going to get a whole bunch of calls now. Yeah. <laughs> all right, thanks, Walter. Okay, well, do I leave now? Okay, yeah. I'll walk you out. You can now. sit here, but just be quiet. Uh, okay. Absolutely. No. Do whatever you want. I'll walk out. Yeah, hey, take it easy. Fine. See, you. See you later. <laughs> I want them fired immediately. Yeah, I think Type him. Type up a memo. Coming in here and trying to defend the situation made it worse. <laughs> no, actually, I like that idea. Joe Piscopo jumping out of a blimp. Sounds good to me. 591-WLUP-AM. Want to have some fun? Say bad things about Duck Logic. That guy looks like he's ready to have a nervous breakdown. It was only one call from a guy with a speech impediment. And he heard it on the rebroadcast yeah. at 2 in the morning. Yeah. When you really can't call or do anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's 2 in the morning. All you can do is Flop have another drink. Bed, yeah. <laughs> And then, like, to wrap it all up, almost, there was uh, someone who called in uh, in our defense. 
And it wasn't it wasn't anybody we knew. There wasn't anybody I recognized, but knew was from Players Workshop or whatever. Hello, you're in the air. Steve. Or fantasy thing going. Hello, you're in the air. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's going on? Um. Well, in defense of Duck Logic, I guess. Are you in the troop? <laughs> no. <laughs> Although I am a um, well, a fan of you guys, of course, but a fan of Fireside Theater and um, that other ensemble ensemble type. And uh, I didn't hear the blimp jumping bit, so I guess I can't uh, defend or cut that one down. But generally, the guys are real good. What I've heard, I've always liked. Yeah. So and, uh, I, th- I mean, we shouldn't blow this up into a big thing. It was just yeah. one guy's call. He's getting actually, way too much actually, satisfaction. Actually, I just called on a, on a fluke. I usually never call because I don't want to get reamed. That's the worst it, phone you could possibly yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> you get that with $200 worth of register tape, right? A fluke? Um, for $5.99? It's one of the older ones. Yeah, you had to use green stamps. Oh, okay. Okay, guys, I'll see you. Okay, bye. Bye. We eventually use this, the Pinhead's criticism as a drop-in for the show. DJs do these little silly little whatever, two seconds little whatever, like, what? The what lady? That kind of thing. We, we used him like this. Oh, dear Lord Jesus, this ain't happening, man. This can't be happening, man. This isn't happening. What? Dan Kevin, and I understand Beth and Tim, but I don't understand duck logic. And our celebrity blimp jumping bits, I realize, looking back, we did like three or four of them, at least. We did four, I think, you know. So this guy certainly didn't stop us. They weren't all that different than a show that MTV did some years later called Celebrity Deathmatch. I don't know if you remember, it was like a claymation thing. And it was the same basic principle. They have a couple of stars who kind of wore out their welcome, maybe, and they fight to the death in their case. Ours, they jumped out of a blimp. So there's that. I mean, uh, maybe the guy, maybe the same pinhead called MTV and said, I don't understand. I don't understand people fighting. Anyway, here's what the blimp jumping, this whole big thing that we dealt with for days and days and days. This is where, here's what it sounded like. Good afternoon, sports fans. This is Eric Weber welcoming you to another star-studded celebrity blimp jumping. This afternoon, we take you to the Garden State of New Jersey and the town of Garden Stakes, New Jersey, where the Goodyear lollipop floats in an air of anticipation in what may well be the event of the year. They say that the key to blimp jumping is the nosedive. If that's true, I'm expecting a lot from Joe Piscopo as he confronts Eddie Murphy and Terry Sweeney in the battle of the former Saturday Night Live stars. Murphy is a last-minute substitute for Anthony Michael Hall, who didn't have proper identification to prove he was old enough to be the fall guy. Sweeney, the game female impersonator, is sent off at even odds. Piscopo, who's pumped for this contest and has the straining veins to prove it, is odds-on favorite at 6-5. to five. Eddie Murphy, a long shot at 20-1. to one. We'll be checking those numbers again with Harry the Hustler Dunlap, Blimp Jumping's resident betting authority in Atlantic City and Las Vegas. Down now to Arf Mellington at ground level. Can you hear me down there, Arf? This is Arf Mellington, and I am standing in the middle of a sea of humanity. And I must tell you, Eric, I can't see the lighthouse to bring the ship home safely. They come from all walks of life to see this spectacle. Some are fat kids, some are skinny kids, some are people who climb on rocks. Whatever their alchemy, one thing is certain, they're here to witness history, here to smell the strange odor of daredevil perspiration, here to crane their necks to the heavens. What are they doing craning their necks to the gods? Perhaps that question can be answered by one of the unheralded, hidden faces that make celebrity blimp jumping more than just another celebrity sports event. Today we're in the presence of the man who tends to the aches and pains, Dr. Randolph Rustrum, chiropractor to the crowd. Randolph, chiropractology. Does it ever become a pain? 
Never. All I have to do is pop a few bones, slide a vertebrae, and we're good to go. What is the reason for so many neck injuries in the audience? Training? Gawking? Or is it part of the dog-eat-dog world of vicarious plump jumping? They crack their necks because they don't know how to stare straight up. It's all in the shoulders. Uh, just toss that head back, and there you are. One problem, though. That is? Tossing that head back into proper place takes a real soft touch. From the soft touch of Dr. Randolph Rustrum, blimp-jumping crowd chiropractor, to the professional touch of play-by-play -play man Eric Weber. Eric, I understand you're about to get underway up there. I'd like to add that we're basking in 96-degree weather down here. It's a scorcher! Again, Eric Weber. There is an air of steely cold competition as the frozen countenance of Terry Sweeney is dolled up in Nancy Reagan regalia. And I must say, Terry looks smashing in red. He's poised to tumble to the sounds of Diana Ross. Piscopo, the heavy favorite, is a heavy crowd favorite too. And here to fill us in on the betting action, our own Harry the Hustler Dunlap. Take it away, Harry. Don't bet on the ponies, Eric. This one's nip and tuck with Sweeney nipping the eye makeup he's applied for wind perfection as well as cosmetic improvements. Atlantic City has seen Sweeney's female impersonation act and anyone who saw him on SNL knows this guy's due for a good dive. Piscopo, on the other hand, is hands-on favorite to wipe out the other jumpers thanks to those wonderfully funny light beer ads. <laughs> I love them. No doubt, speaking for the sports in Jersey, this hometown boy's crying for a bailout. Smart Money rides on Joe. Eddie will try to pepper the crowd with blue material that could keep him afloat in this state, but if he were playing anywhere else, he'd be in trouble. Go with Joe. He's a local favorite. That's the line. All bets are in. And Murphy swaggers to the line where his mouth is frozen open and he appears to have been stuck in the middle of a swear word. One, I can't quite make out. Piscopo cleans and jerks 250 pounds and they're off. <laughs> and yes, Chicken Little, the sky is falling as Piscopo is plummeting at a record speed. But wait, his ego has inflated and he's floating away, drifting off course. A tough turn of events for the Piscopo camp. Murphy and Sweeney are neck to neck and they're starting to thaw out as Sweeney gives Eddie a boot with those heels and pops him with his purse. That's got to smart. You don't know what Terry might have in there. They drift into a fog where all I can hear is Murphy's hyena-like laugh. <laughs> Take it away, Arf. Can you hear me down there? This is Arf Mellington picking them up halfway down and it's Sweeney and Murphy. Murphy and Sweeney and wait a minute. into the ionosphere, according to NASA radio reports, a fitting end to a strange day of competition on Celebrity Blimp Jumping. This has been Eric Weber for Celebrity Blimp Jumping, sending it back to Arf Mellington for the wrap-up. Take it away, Arf. Yes, Eric, this sport is a mystery. Why do we cover such peculiar events? Ratings, perhaps. Thrills, could be. Money, no. We do it for the sheer power of the sport. Excuse me, I'd like to see how Dr. Restrum is. Dr. Restrum, your neck? That's okay. Just plant your foot in my side and give that neck a quick yank. Ah. Thank you, Dr. Russell. This is Art Mellington for Celebrity Blood Jumping, where defeat and victory are always falling from the skies. Good day! Well, there you have it, the Duck Logic Comedy Half Hour, show number 37. Featuring in alphabetical order, David Dunlosky, Walter Mitchka, James F. Russell, and Tim Thomas. See you next time.
Subscribe to the Comedy Half Hour if you're in the mood, and follow us on social media or our website is uh, ducklogiccomedy.com. Portions of the show were previously broadcast back in the day over the radio airwaves under the copyright of Duck Logic Limited and the licenses of WLUP AM and FM in Chicago. And scene.